So me and Daniel, and uh, you might have gone through this in your careers. We got a new boss starting on Monday, and there's a little bit of, like, I would say, uh, I, I know the guy, I like the guy, but, you know, there's still, like, a little bit of, like, what's it going to be like when he's our boss? Will he like our show? Will he be on, like, is he cool? I don't know. And Daniel's already planning to mess with this guy, our new boss. That's a dangerous game to play because maybe your new boss doesn't like pranks and all, but you're already yeah. thinking about, what is that thing called? Okay, so... Our new boss has this office here, and the door is wide open today because he's not moved into it yet. So we can go in there and mess around in his office mm. that's going to be his on Monday. I'm thinking about getting one of those. I think they call it the Annoying Cricket or something like that. It's one of those little uh, speakers that you can put up somewhere, hide it, and then every 15 minutes it'll be like, chirp. Right. And they also make one that has a little, like, cell phone, like a zzz. But it's small enough where he won't be able to find Can't it. Can't find it, and it also doesn't go off enough to be able to track it down. Right. I, I see what you're saying because if you have a smoke detector that's like, dee, 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 you can eventually track that down. Right. But if it only goes dee, every now and then, you don't know what smoke detector it is. And right. this guy is not going to understand you put a cricket noisemaker in his office. Right. I'm thinking about putting like three in there just to let him know who's in control here. <laughs> yeah, so the guy's like on some big conference call with people in New York or something. Then it's always... Every 15 minutes. It's going to drive the guy crazy. You know, you need to thank your lucky star, so I haven't done this to you. You know I wouldn't be able to work here if I, you did that to me. I, I, there's not, something not wrong here. with me. I mean, in your house. Uh, dude, that would be so cruel because mm -hmm. you know that I couldn't survive that. What do you mean you couldn't survive it? Because, you know, I'm like an anxious person anyway. It wouldn't make you anxious. It would make you angry. Every time that thing went off, you would grit those teeth of yours and uh, you, you would lose your mind. I need to do that. What, why am I not doing this? Because it's not nice, because you know that it'll mess me up. But you're playing a dangerous game. What if the new boss doesn't like this kind of stuff? I'm still in control. Are you going to tell him that you did it? Oh, yeah, that's the best part of it. Wait, To, to let him know on. that I willed this power over him. No, wait, like on day one, Monday, when he gets here, are you going to say, by the way, I, I hit a cricket noise in no, your office? I'll wait till he questions it. <laughs> you know, Tig, I've, you know, I've done things that worked like this before. Do you remember back in about 2019, I did the fester? I do, and uh, the fester was where Daniel hit a, a chicken finger in somebody's office and it started to rot, uh, and what, these what, people couldn't figure out where it was going from. What you do is you, in a, uh, you put some food of some sort into a cup of water, and you hide it in their office somewhere, <laughs> and eventually it starts to stink. <laughs> this guy this guy who you did it to, Yeah, I, I remember him sitting in his office, and he couldn't for the life of him figure out why. He's like... <laughs> There's some, there's some kind of smell in here, and he could never figure it out. <laughs> Tiger, it got to be so bad when I did the fester of 2019 that at first I thought it was funny, and then eventually it made me sad because this guy's just in there just enduring this fester. He lit, like, lit scented <laughs> yes, candles. Everybody was walking by like, what is going freshener. on in this guy's <laughs> office? But you remember I also did the fester of 2003 at our very first job together. Uh, yeah, that was like your OG. That's your original. There was a conference room in this. I mean, this was back in Alabama, and it was a vase in the conference room with a lid on it. And I filled it up with water, and I put a couple of chicken fingers in it. <laughs> put it back in the conference room. A couple of months later, I went in there and looked at that vase, opened that lid. Whoo, changed me. <laughs> People were like having sales meetings in there. I mean, they can't figure it was it out. bad. So if you ever want to get off on your uh, your coworkers, do a fester. Do a Tiger fester. and Daniel fester. Or a, a cricket sound, what you're going to do with that. Uh, hey, what if I did day. a fester cricket sound combo? Combo. Woo, he'd quit. <laughs> well, uh, it's Friday. Daniel hates it when I tell you what day it is, by the way. It's 98.5 The Bull. He's like, only an idiot would get on the radio and tell you what day it was. But I, I'm more just excited Buddy, that it's the weekend. Man. On Monday, you'll be like, oh, it's a Monday. And then on Thursday, you're like, it's Friday Eve. And then Friday, you're like, it's Friday. Shut up, it's Friday. On Wednesday, you're like, it's hump day. No need for all that. <laughs> you just got back from New York. I imagine, yeah. Tig, I've been to New York before. And I imagine when you go on a family vacation, you, you, you fork out a lot of money. Am I right? I imagine Visia is going to be sending you a thank you basket for all Visa, the stuff you put on your. Like I feel like my card, card is not going to work anymore because it's been scanned so many times. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it was pretty painful. Uh, you probably out there had that uh, North Korean Express credit card that you have. Uh, you swiping that left and right. So what we're going to do is I will give you a chance now to win twenty dollars. From whom? From me. Okay. Uh, you remember that one guy we had on that time, and he he can sing songs backward. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play the song for you. He, this is from TikTok. He's singing a song backward. If you can guess what it is, on the very first guess, 
$20. Well, you, uh, if I don't get it, can we take calls and you'll give them $20? No. Okay. <laughs> You're a little scared. Well, okay. yeah, I got broke too, buddy. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ready for the clip? All right, here we go. Put on your listening ears and listen very right. closely. Here it is. Okay, so that that's not him singing a song and then you just reverse it on like a audio file. He's actually singing that backwards. Correct. Uh, after hearing the clip, Tug, I will be willing to now raise it to fifty dollars because I would never be able to identify. Do a hundred, and I'll do it. Uh, no. Can I hear the clip again? You want to hear it again? A backwards song. Okay. Yeah. okay. One more time here. If Ty can identify this song, he will win fifty of my dollars, and I'm broke too. So this is bad. You ready? <laughs> here we go. I like how you hunch over as if concentrating would help. I, uh, I am at a total loss, to be totally honest. Like, I'm trying to think if there's any takeaways or any clues or indications. I think it's just impossible. But at the end, he said, rewind that. That's just what he says on his TikTok thing. Oh, thing. okay, because like, I was going to say that, that sounded he'll... forward, not backwards. Okay, I have no idea. All right. Do you don't want to even try to guess at all for the $50? I'm not, I'm not uh, gleaning anything from that. All right, give yourself an X then. Yeah, okay, hold on. <laughs> get it <sighs> I mean, how could you not even throw out a name of a song? What a foolish notion. I there. don't know. Is it like an Ed Sheeran song or something? I don't know. Okay, no. Another X for you, please. Okay. Okay. Well, you, you didn't win it, so all right. <laughs> well, you have to play it now. No, in, I don't. In the right I, direction. Now, to punish you, I'm not going to reveal what the song is. You're not is. punishing me. Those people are driving that want to okay. hear it. Yeah, if you don't, well, you're saying it's not punishing you. I won't play it, then. I will not reveal... What this song is backward. You have to tell us, man. Come on, man. Alright. I'll tell you. Okay. If you beg me to like a dog. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. And I mean, listen, look at me. I want you to go. And put your hands together almost like a praying thing and be like, yeah. please, 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 please tell me. But that's degrading. That's right. That's, I don't know. That's the price you're going to have to pay. Be degraded or not know the song. Yeah. And you know that everybody that's just heard the clip wants to know what it is. You know what I'm going to do? I'm doing this for the people. Are you going to beg like a I'm dog? I'm going to beg like your a dog. Your son could be listening. Because I'm doing this for you oh, guys no. in the car. That's disgusting. You guys at the house. Daniel, my most handsome friend. <laughs> yeah. Smart like a whip. Yep. Smart as a whip. I'm begging you. Like a dog. No, that's, pa no, that's pathetic. <laughs> All right, here okay, it is. Here it is. Okay. Now that Tyke has begged like a dog, like a little dog. <laughs> A greasy little pig. We'll play the, uh, we'll All play right, it. What is it? Here he goes. Rewind that. It is. It's kind of uncanny. Um, first of all, how does he have that much free time to learn that? You but again, just he, is not, he is too. not singing it forward and then reversing it on audio. He's singing it backwards. He's acoustically, yeah, he's listened to it over and over. And 
I guess what he's done is he plays the song in reverse and, and then, then just memorizes 30 seconds of it. Wow. I wonder if we could learn how to do that. You can't do anything. I bet I could do like By the a, way, I take back all that stuff I said. It's too late. Little, huh? I've already heard the song, so little, I take back yeah. my little Just beg like a dog. Kissing. I mean, that's crazy. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, what do we have coming up later on in the show? I know we've got some stuff we're giving away. and uh, We've got the Travis Tritt tickets coming up today for the 98.5 The Bull fight. We've got two pair tags, so that means somebody gets to decide if they want to keep both pair or they can split them with their competitors. What tension? Uh, also at 810... The Tig and Daniel Beer Run, which you'll get a $50 gift card to get some Miller Lite and then fly away. You could possibly then be qualified to fly away to Tampa, Florida to see Luke Combs. Here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. Morgan Wallen, it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Why, Why is it that as humans, and I'm guilty of this too, I'm just asking the question, when we get hurt, but people are around. We got to pretend like it didn't hurt, you know, because you're, I guess you're like a little embarrassed or something. Like one time I fell off one of those bird scooters and it happened in front of a bunch of people and they're like, sir, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I broke my collarbone. Happened again to me last night. Oh, what happened to you last night? Well, you know, because I don't know if your kids play baseball, folks listening, but I feel like my kid plays more baseball games right now than the St. Louis Cardinals are playing. Mm-hmm. And, um, He's in a he's in a league, and I don't know if every community has this, but it's called machine pitch, where there's not we're not quite the kid pitch, but we're we got a machine that'll fire it down the middle, and give him a chance to hit it. But before the game, you got to adjust the machine to make sure it's not throwing it too high or too low. And so head coach, because I'm I'm not trying to brag on first base coach. Head coach says, Ty, could you get behind the plate? This is before the game, and catch some of the balls. Like I'm pretending to be catcher to make sure the balls are, you know, lined up in the strike zone so the kids have a shot to hit it. And uh, I'm doing fine. I'm catching it, throwing it back, because we're going to throw like 20 of these pitches. And one got away from me and hit me like on my wrist, man, like that bone. Like that, yeah. And uh, they're going, going about 35 miles an hour. Of all the places it could hit you, you know, I mean, the one place you got no, uh, no, there's no fat, fat there, or you muscle know, tissue like, just right there on that just wrist that bone. bone on your wrist. You could probably re- reach down and feel your own right now. And yeah. I mean, there's just not a lot going on. And I don't know. I just had a misfire at the home plate, and it hit me, and I could hear it. Like it made like a almost like a bat tip. Mm. And uh, <laughs> you were like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Of course." The rest of the game, I'm over there, like. I think I broke my wrist. I think I broke my wrist. This thing hurts. It's kind of getting like it felt hot or something. But why do we have to do that thing where we pretend like it didn't hurt? Because when we get hurt, we need a moment because we're either A, trying not to cry or B, trying not to cuss. And I hate it when I get injured. I remember this like it was yesterday. I fell off the uh, monkey bars when I was in elementary school and knocked my breath out of me. And I was like, (laughs) and people come running over there. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, get away from me. Like, just give me a moment. (laughs) It's just like when you get strangled drinking water or something. What's the first thing people try to do? Communicate with you. You should have just ran right into the woods. That's what I do when I get hurt. I get up and run. It was especially hard because, like, these coaches that I'm with, you know, they're, like, real men. And I didn't want to be like, oh, my little wrist. Well, is it? there's some part of you now that must think, wait a minute, maybe we shouldn't put our seven-year-olds in the line of fire this Buddy, thing. Buddy, listen, I got hit by a 35-mile-an-hour pitch, and you watch it on television. They're throwing 95, 100. I couldn't even imagine what that's like. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. it did make me kind of realize, like, even though it's a third of the speed of the adults, that thing still Right. So I'm thinking like you guys fire. are putting your 7-year-olds in the in the path of this thing. Meanwhile, you got hit with it, and your son weighs, what, 20 pounds? <laughs> I mean, it would be bad. It'd be like him getting it would be like me getting hit with a bowling ball, you know, because right. you know what I'm saying? Well, so what I'm trying to figure out is why did, is this fairly new where they start using the pitching machine for Little League? Because I, I don't remember this. I didn't have it growing up. We just went from, like, coach pitch to then you had the other kid pitch. And, boy, you want to talk about getting hit a lot. They don't have the control yet. So you would get hit all the time. And- I always – I never felt – as bad for that that first kid that got hit with a uh, ball. I felt bad for him. You know who I really felt bad for? The guy that's got to go up after the one kid just got taken out. He's like, now what did he just do? (laughs) He hit that kid? Well, I don't want to bet. So you're out there in this pitching machine 
lobs one, hits you in the wrist bone, mm-hmm. and all these kids are sitting in the dugout, probably just shaking. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> like, oh, so. God, no. Well, Fortune pitching yeah. machine got me. AI all in the news about taking over, and then you guys feel like Will went out there onto the baseball field. Great idea. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and good morning, Daniel. Well, Tig, I know right now uh, inflation's pretty bad. Like, for me to notice inflation, that's something, because I'm, you know, no kids, not married. For me to start noticing inflation is bad, but there's still a few places, a few people or products that um, they should ask for more money. And people don't like when I do this because people don't like to pay more money. But I got to say, I got this can of Barbasol shaving cream and I got it for like $2 or something. I've had this thing like five years, man. <laughs> yeah. They should ask for more money. You're getting a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah. What is the deal with that? I guess because I don't shave every single day. Yeah, I guess or anything the guys like, that. like, I guess there's a boardroom at Barbasol Shaving Cream. Right. And they go, hey, we're, you know, we're a company. We'd like to make some profits here and we, we might be beholden to shareholders and they want some money. Meanwhile, they sh- sell something for $2, but they only get you back every 10 years. Right. Another thing that you never run out of, uh, I, I don't know that. Uh, I know of anybody ever running out of a can of WD-40, unless you're a professional, like, right person that uses that stuff every single hour of every single day. You never run out of a can of WD-40 or shaving cream. And I wonder if there's any other products like that that you can think of. You want to take some calls? We could, but I don't think anybody can think of anything else. Uh, I know for you once you even said, do you know anybody that's ever used up a tube of chapstick? You, you eventually always dry it in the dryer or Yeah, I mean, it. I don't know anybody that's gotten to the nub of a chapstick. You always end up losing it or something. How long would it take you? Like, I don't even know what the end of a tub of chapstick looks like, or tube, tub. It's a mystery, man. It is a I, mystery. I don't know. I've never seen the like end of the it. Like, the tip, that white, t- it's got to be a little white tip, right? I think there is a little something in there, but I've never seen the end of a chapstick. Hmm. It's always gone before I get there. It belongs to the ages. So is there anything that... Basically, uh, something you just never run out of. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. The only thing that I can think of right off the bat is that uh, I was talking about playing baseball at LaFortune. Um, baseball players sometimes at night, they'll wear this black stuff under their eyes. Yeah, what is that, by the way? It's supposed to, like, reduce glare or something. And uh, I had one when I was a kid, and it was a tube of toothpaste, basically, but it put out black stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had that till I went to college, and it wasn't even, like, a little bit gone. They need to charge more money. <laughs> like, you only get me once every 20 years. You better make some money off me, right? Yeah. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Ty and Daniel. Who's this? Josh. Hey, Josh. Josh, what's that one thing that, you don't, you know, you never run out of? Car wax. Car wax. Oh, that's a good point. Like, turtle wax? Yeah, all of it. Old people's garages, everything. <laughs> You're Always right. If, if you've been Definitely. in an old guy's garage, there's going to be a thing of turtle wax from the 70s. <laughs> That's true, man. Good point. Yeah, like if you run out of car wax, like you're you're waxing your car too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing too much. That's yeah. right. Good one, Joshua. I appreciate it. I hadn't thought about that, but he's absolutely yes, right. Thank you, man. Hey, good morning. <laughs> Ty Daniel. Who's this? This is Gina. Gina, uh, what's a product you just never seem to, you know, use up? Vaseline. Hey, now. Well, I go through quite a bit of Vaseline myself. That was one I could think of. I don't hardly ever use it. I uh, I know it's, it's what she's talking about. Uh, also, in your grandparents' house, there's going to be a thing of Vaseline, and it's literally from the 70s, too. What are, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know what they did with Vaseline back in the day. I know that you put it on your lips. Some people put it on their lips. Yeah, what is Vaseline for? It, it, please, to keep it clean, though. Oh, well, I remember, like, some, when I was a kid, using it for, like, maybe a diaper rash or something. But other than oh. that, I can't think of anything. And if I'm not mistaken, Vaseline is petroleum jelly. Yes. And petroleum, I thought, came from gasoline. Right. <laughs> so they're like, uh, they're like, oh, this kid's got a rash. Let's rub oil all over it. That's <laughs> gasoline. Right. Um, I also heard, this. my mom told me this, but that back in the day, they would use Vaseline to put on your teeth when you had pictures made. It made them look shiny. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wow. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I just th- I thought of something here. So Vaseline is made of petroleum. What is baby uh, oil also made of petroleum? It's a chemical yeah, of some sort, know. right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's look into that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let it get back with us on that one. All right. You All guys right. have a great day. Thank you now. Bye. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? 
Tina, uh, what is a product that you feel like you never run out of? Vicks Vapor Rub. That's a good one, too. Yeah, it'll be half full, the label's gone, but you still got the jar for 20 years. It's another thing you'll find in your grandma's cabinet, too, from the 70s. Exactly. My grandfather, my great-grandfather Carlton, once said that if you eat just a pinch of Vicks Vapor Rub, you won't get sick. Oh. He died, though. Hey, what a Vic, Vic's poisoning. <laughs> he died. Vic's poisoning, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. It freaking burns. It does? Well, where are you putting it? On your chest. Hey, now. It still no. burns your eyes, man. <laughs> Can you be quiet? All right. Don't tell her to be quiet. <laughs> no, I'm talking to you. Why are you so, like, 17 years old all What the do time? you mean? I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, y'all. All right. Y'all. <laughs> you have a good day. All right. Bye. See you now. Hey, it's Sagan Dango. Who's this? Candace. Candace, uh, what's so I have a, Go ahead. I have a couple of things. Well, Y'all were talking about getting hit with the in the wrist with the baseball. Yeah, that was Ty. He said he uh, last night at his kids' little league game. He's helping them dial in the uh, missile machine that they the have. Pitching that, machine at LaFortune, <laughs> and it hit my wrist. <laughs> hit his wrist, hurts him really badly, and then he's put his kid in the line of fire. Uh, but what about that? Okay, so my son is fixing to be a senior, and he's been a high school catcher for years. And he's taken him off the wrist several times mm-hmm. by how fast do they pitch, Ty? This was only 35 miles high an hour. Pitchers. Yeah, and those yeah kids well, he are... just hit by him whenever it's 87. Oh, okay. I know. They're throwing in the 80s. Well, your stuff. son is a real man. Tig is uh, barely a man. <laughs> <laughs> Like when Ty, said, when Ty was being formed by God, God was like, man, woman, man, woman, oh, man, I guess. <laughs> was on the and fence. he also said that stuff you were calling, the black stuff underneath the eyes, he said it's called eye black, and yes, you do run out of it. Trust me, I buy like three or four deals of it a year for baseball. Well, I must be a—I must not have been a great athlete because I didn't use it a whole lot. <laughs> Ty didn't realize he was putting on mascara. Well, Ty, then you need to go to Berry Hill High School, and the boys will teach you about baseball. Let me ask you this, Ty. Instead of y'all putting that robot out there throwing the balls for the kids, why don't you get these high school guys that— The machine pitch. You would rather have high school guys? I think they could probably get like hone it in a little bit better than you middle-aged men out there trying to throw it. Well, Mom, how often are they hitting batters in high school? I mean, even then, they might have a little control problems, right? Oh, yeah, they still hit batters. And, yeah, so we're not going to yeah. put uh, 17-year-olds against The 17-year-old's year olds. not going to try to fire it in, though, on the kid. No, they won't. It's like AI. Everything's being replaced by machines. Mm-hmm. And now we got a machine pitch. Well, thanks for the call, okay? Uh, thank All right. you. 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Coming up, Daniel, 740, we got tickets for Travis Tritt. Travis Tritt, yeah, I almost forgot. Yeah, D- double tickets, Tig. The Bullfight. It's 98.5 The Bull with Jordan Davis. Uh, Dana, we're not that far away from Travis Tritt tickets, 740. We play our bullfight here on 98.5 The Bull. I told you um, a little while ago, Daniel, that I was at La Fortune Baseball Diamonds last night, and I'm an assistant coach, and one thing we do is we have to get the pitching machine set up right, and so what we do is we fire about 20 pitches before the game to make sure it's the pitches are coming in the strike zone. Uh, the head coach asked me to do catching you know, for that, episode and i did fine until one hit me right on the uh the wrist that bone if you reach down in the car right now you can feel that bone there's no fat there really Mm. i mean it's just like almost just like hitting your bone and uh, i did that thing where everybody's like are you okay and of course i'm like yeah i'm fine even though i thought my wrist was shattered but whatever but um i try to look at the bright spot daniel and the bright spot is is that if you uh have ever had kids that play baseball or you play baseball you have to wear eventually something called a cup it goes in your pants, mm-hmm. and it protects you, you know, down there. But, I, you know, I, I'm a coach, so I don't wear one. So I was, uh, I was like, looking at the bright side. I was like, at least it didn't hit me somewhere else, you know. Because, Daniel, you can explain this better than I can. Um, you get hit there. Because I always wondered how you would explain this to women. Like, when you get hit down there, what it feels like or what it's like. If you get hit in the coin purse, it's the only injury that I know of where it's like God gives you a moment to collect yourself before you start to right. feel the pain. Because you get hit immediately. It's like, boom, nothing happens. 
but your mind, you start getting ready. The Lord gives you a moment to say, you got about three seconds. Yeah. This is going to hurt. This is going to be bad. What, what is that? The signaling to your brain is three seconds delayed. Name, tell me another injury in which it doesn't hurt immediately. Like if you touch a fire, it goes, you're like, ah, this last, is dangerous. Last you, night at the ballpark, I, my right. wrist hurt immediately. Right. Anything else like that, it hurts immediately to warn you. This is the only injury where you just got a little time to think like, uh-oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> Here comes the big one. <laughs> uh, then it washes over you all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It hurts. You're nauseous. You want to throw up. Yeah, I was going to say. And there's no end to it. I almost threw up one time. It's but absolute You're not going to get agony. sympathy for ladies. They give childbirth and things, and that's got to hurt like way more. But you uh, know, so don't, they don't want to hear us talk about this. This is a controversial opinion. What? I think getting hit in the uh, rounders is worse than childbirth. <laughs> Because with uh, childbirth, you get that, what is it called? The Oh, epidural? Yeah. But that. what about the ladies that decided to go, like, without it? That's their business. Also, it, yeah, that's probably pretty painful. But also, you never hear a, you know, a guy gets hit down there, he's never like, you know what, I think in a few years I'll do this again. <laughs> but a lady will say, I'll, lady I'll will have like, yeah, I can have another one of those. Yeah. Well, you're going to get run out of town. Well, how so? It's been fun seeing you around. There'd be no way to prove it one way or the other, is there? I don't think so. No, well, remember, I think some radio guys did this years ago. And they went to some kind of medical facility, and they were able to simulate childbirth. Mm -hmm. And these guys could only last like 60 seconds before they like, I quit. I ain't doing that no more. But so, don't you find it to be odd that they were able to simulate that? You can't simulate getting hit down there as a, as a guy. There's no simulation. It's just complete and utter agony for 30 it's, to 45, you know, maybe probably three to four minutes. You're just useless. It's so unspeakable, you're saying, mm -hmm. the pain, that it can't even be replicated. Correct. All right. It would be hard to compare. I mean, I don't know how we, we would do that. Like, guy versus lady. I don't know. But so the bright side was I just hit my wrist. and Because if that would have happened, and by the way, it happened in like a bunch of people were there. It's like the playoffs and... Had I got hit there, did did the children see you get hit with the ball? And are they sitting in the dugout and yeah. they have to watch the coach get hit? And then oh, he's yeah. like, ah, ha, ha. yeah, everybody's like, are you okay, man? It made a noise like a Ugh. like almost like a bat hit it, or something like the bat hit the ball, but it hit my wrist. Those kids are probably terrified. Yeah, they're like, now what happened to that guy? <laughs> Wait, and that, I got to go bat now. Yeah, that robot shot a tiny cannonball into the guy's wrist. <laughs> no thanks on that, buddy. It's not the bull. Today's hot country. I always like the bullfight, Daniel, because I feel like I learn a thing or two with your trivia and all that stuff you do. And here we go with our 98.5 The Bullfight. Today, Travis Tritt tickets. And who do we have with us, Daniel? Today, we have Pepper, who is a PE teacher. How are you, Pepper? I'm great. How are you? Uh, do we need to call you by your, do we call you Miss Pepper or just Pepper? Or what do we, what do we call you, Coach Pepper? You can just call me Pepper. Okay, Pe just Pepper. Uh, taking on <laughs> Melissa, who's a medical coder. I don't even know what that means, but that sounds like an important job. Melissa, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Did you get a chance to meet Pepper? Just Pepper? Uh, no, not just Pepper. Well, you need to meet Pepper because you'll be playing against her in the 98.5 The Bull Fight. These are general knowledge trivia questions here. These are some tough ones, guys. Uh, these are tough questions, and at the end of it, Somebody, the winner, will then determine if they want to keep both pair of tickets or if they want to split the tickets with their competitor. Sounds good. All right. You, guys, you guys could, uh, it right now, if you even wanted to, just make a deal and go, hey, right off the bat, we're going to just split these. Or you could just... I like the suspense of not knowing what they're going to do, though. Well, you're not playing, Ty. Ty likes, oh. you to, he likes suspense, so we will keep suspense going. We will start with Coach Pepper, or just Pepper. Uh, who... Is the teddy bear named after? Teddy Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt. That's a right answer. That's a good... Wow, she did good on that one. She did, yes. Melissa. Most U.S. presidents had one. A few had more than one. Only James Buchanan never had any. What didn't he have? A dog. Yeah, can I guess? Ty, guess, please. Oh. Is it a wife? A spouse. A spouse. Oh. Oh. A bachelor in the White House? Mm -hmm. Hey, now. Hey, dude, you think about going to the club? 
and trying to meet a lady, and they're like, well, what do you do? I'm the president. That's going to... Was James Buchanan a hot-looking guy? Or? <laughs> it's, all, it's all black and white. I can't tell if they're hot or not. Yeah. <coughs> Pepper, whose dentures were made of ivory and human teeth, not of wood, as sometimes believed? Abraham Lincoln. That would be George Washington. Famous general. Uh, first president. How dare you, George Abraham Lincoln. That guy uh, had, wait. They had, human teeth? Had human I, teeth? I'd rather be made out of wood than dead people's teeth. Uh, Melissa, uh, what California location is known as the OC? Oh. Hold on. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know that. What is Orange that? County. Oh, Orange County. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> All right. Pepper, what does F stand for in the equation F equals 1.8 C plus 32? What does F stand for in the equation F equals 1.8 C plus 32? Oh, okay. Or... No. Help her out, Tag. Is it uh, Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. I told you guys, these are tough questions here. Melissa, let's get on the board with this one. What television character said, how you doing? Joey from Friends. Joey Tribbiani is correct. And with that, Melissa's on the board. Uh, in fact, we're actually tied up right now. Pepper has one. Melissa has one. Two questions to go. Pepper, what beverage is Mr. Pibb an imitation of? What beverage is Mr. Pibb an imitation of? Oh, um, I think it's Coke. This should be very easy for you. Uh, it is not oh, Coke. Oh, it's Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I was just thinking Dr. Thunder. And, and, and your name is Pepper. Yeah. Oh, how ironic. Melissa, <laughs> if someone asks for your John Hancock, what are they asking for? Your signature. That is correct. And with that, Melissa has taken the lead. Pepper has one. Melissa what? has two. Final question. Pepper, what television show did The Fonz appear in what television show did the Fonz appear in well i think it's called happy place i don't remember you're very close ty help her out with that is it happy days happy days so oh. hot new show happy days only about 90 years old now <laughs> melissa in the spy world what is the company in the spy world, what is the company? I have no, I don't know. I've never. I, that would be the CIA. The CIA. And with that, Melissa has defeated Pepper in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Now, here's what happened. Yes! Melissa, you've okay. got the tickets here. Got you've four won, tickets. You've won two pair of tickets to see Travis Tritt at the Hard Rock Live. November 30th. You've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to both pair of tickets, take some friends and family, or will you split those tickets, you keep a pair, and then give a pair to Pepper? It's completely up to you. Pepper, why should she split the tickets with you? She doesn't have to. It's what, whatever she wants to do. Well, what a case you make for uh, for splitting the tickets. A real, a real Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird with a rousing speech. Uh, so, Melissa, you can hold on to both pairs. I have a question like to split for Pepper. Them. What? I have a question for Pepper. Okay. Yeah. How uh -huh. bad do you want to go see Travis Tritt? Well, I, do, I mean, I do really, really like him. But I, I just heard that it's November 30th. And I'm trying to think of my school schedule. What is, is that a Thursday or a Friday? Uh, let me look forward. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the show That's would be at, at night, Pepper. Are you saying that you couldn't, you wouldn't even want to be out like super late or something? Right. 
Ty, it's can, a Thursday. Is it Thursday? Yeah. Oh, it's a Thursday. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be going. I've got a young son, and getting up early is not my thing, anyways. Well, All right. Well, don't say that. Well, to then us. I guess I'll keep them. Yeah, Melissa. Now, <laughs> Pepper, you don't like getting up early. No. I thought hearing Tiger Daniel was the best part of your day. Oh, yes. I love hearing you guys, especially when I win something and I can come up with answers. You did great. It's hard to be on the radio. I remember calling radio stations when I was young and just scared to death to talk to the people on the radio. And um, you're kind of on the spot. Yeah. You guys did great. That was a hard little contest. But we learned a thing or two. And I appreciate you listening, Daniel. We still have some business to get to uh, coming up at 810, yes. don't we? Yes, at 810. In 20 minutes, it's the Tig and Daniel Beer Run. You'll win $50 to buy yourself some ice-cold Miller Lite. And then you'll be qualified for a Luke Combs flyaway to Tampa. That's at 810. Join us at a great time because it's not that far away. Here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig. And what's his name? 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Anybody that's got kids knows this. Daniel, you're uh, the godfather to my son, so you know this too, that uh, sometimes your kids, uh, no matter how many times you say, let's make sure you use the bathroom before we go uh, somewhere. Um, I, I was on some flights this past weekend, and... We're, we're on a plane, and the pilot says, and do your little pilot impersonation. Here's the thing about planes. Whenever the flight attendants get on, I hear them very clearly, and they're always trying to sell me a credit card. Mm-hmm. And I hear that whole ad advertisement very clearly. However, when the pilot gets on with his pertinent information, he say, you don't understand the guy. They always sound like they're so laid back and right on the verge of falling asleep. Uh, so you, you do the uh, flight, inter- uh, flight thing right quick. I'm a flight attendant mm-hmm. trying to get you to get. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your lucky day. During this flight only, you've got a chance to sign up and win two free tickets to a destination of your choice if you fi- if you sign up for the airline credit card. Mm-hmm. And that's very clear, and I hear that, and it wakes me up from my nap and things. It drives me crazy. Then the pilot you hear, bong! This is the from the flight deck here. This is one of those turbulence. I'm going to die. Put your seatbelts on. Look out. <laughs> Thank you so much. Plane is pretty bad damage here. Yeah. So if you just put your seatbelts on and sit back. Relax about 45 minutes. take that breath. They take that breath and that sigh that... And I'm going to be going to sleep, too. So we're going to be crashing. We're running out of fuel. Uh, <laughs> if you look at it, it's a balmy 46 degrees in Tulsa today. Landing gear stuck. I want to call your loved ones. So anyway, I get on this flight with my son. And, uh, you know, I send him to the bathroom before we get on the flight. But, of course, immediately or, you know, somewhere in the phase of the flight, the pilot gets on and says, but basically what he said is don't get up no matter what. Right. Well, guess exactly at that moment, Murphy's Law says, as soon as they say you can't get up, little boy has to go to the bathroom. Now, I've got a decision to make. Do it. And I barely heard the pilot say that, so I'm surprised they even knew it. And they got the seatbelt sign on, and my son's like, I said, dude, can you hold it? Like, how how much of a he Dad, it's bad. I've got to go. <laughs> yeah. And I go, and here's how much of a coward I am. I'm not going to go with him to the bathroom. I'm going to let him walk, because there's no way he can go. It's not like I could lose him. So say, all right, go back there and go to the bathroom. Because I'm thinking that way I won't get in trouble. It'll just be my son arrested. My son gets up, and that flight attendant gets on that PA system. Ladies and gentlemen, we've already told you, nobody needs to be up right now. Sit back in your seats. But what do they want us to do? Because the flight attendants, they have to clean up the plane. And so if the kid, like, pees on the seat, like, don't they want him to get up and not do that? I have been on a flight once where the guy beside me goes, hey, man, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm, I can't wait. I said, man, I don't think they're going to let you get up. Guy stood up. He said, I got no choice. Gets up. And, I mean, the plane is, like, coming in for the landing, man. I mean, landing gear is down, making its final approach. He just went anyway. I don't think they can make you sit there and use the restroom in your pants. I've, I've looked this up. Uh it's a little bit of gray area. Technically, like, I don't think they can keep you from going to the bathroom, but they also could, you could get in trouble somehow. I don't really understand it, but, you know, and then I, I heard a story, and maybe you told me this, that somebody got on a flight, you know, how they clear everybody off the flight, then you get back, you know, you're 
It's your turn to get on the flight. And he goes, and there's a puddle in one of the seats. And so a lady got in on the plane, and uh, she tells the flight attendant, like, hey, uh, my seat is soaked with urine. And the flight attendant goes, oh, my gosh, ugh, I'll take care of that. Runs to the restroom and brings back a big pile of paper towels from the, the restroom. Mm-hmm. You know, napkins or whatever. Hands them to the lady. <laughs> you got to clean up your own seat of urine? The lady goes, I'm not cleaning that. And the flight attendant goes, I'm not either. <laughs> so, so, like, well, what do you do? Yeah, like, the flight attendant was like, that, the flight attendant's like, that's not, no, not that doesn't that. fall under my, no, my job. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but of course, and you said this to me, and I hate that you said this to me because it's messed me up ever since you said this to me. You told me, you said, Tig, I have like a mental issue. Mm-hmm. This is Daniel telling me this. He goes, whenever I get to a place and I don't see a bathroom, I'll start to have to go to the bathroom. The minute I look around and realize there's no bathroom available, oh, Daniel's going to have to go to the bathroom. So now when they put on that stupid seatbelt light, immediately I, I'm like, I have to go. I have to go now. It's so bad. You know, uh, you may to fling another uh, element on no, you that I have. You mess me up, man. I, like, I'm, something's <laughs> wrong with me. This is also going to mess you up. If ever I get on an airplane and I reach up there and look in that that seat, you know, the, the thing, the seat in front of you, the pouch, if there's no vomit bag in there, oh, immediately no. nauseous. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, what if I throw up? I'm going to have to take my shoe oh, off. I'm going to have to go to the best clinics now. <laughs> I'm counseling. Golly, man. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Imagine uh, you're going to Florida, you're going to see Luke Combs, and we got you covered. It's our Luke Combs flyway. Daniel, how about that? radio station. It's the Tig and Daniel Beer Run, a $50 gift card to get some ice-cold Miller Lite just in time for the weekend. And the grand prize is the Luke Combs flyaway to Tampa. And caller number nine this morning is Jeff. How are you this morning, Jeff? Man, I'm doing great now. Tell uh, you what, it'll yes. be a good weekend. Yeah, tell uh, Miller Lite, thank you. Yes, sir. I love Miller Lite. Hey now. Hey uh, now. Uh, so Jeff has a story here, Tig. You might uh, be familiar with his voice. He somehow has an uncanny ability to get through on this radio <laughs> station. This is your third time in about what two weeks? Yeah, it's, it's been uh, my third time. My first time I uh, gave my tickets to Lady Annabelle on my way to a mother of seven. I came on and got blasted away in the next one. And this time I uh, actually was waiting just to, 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 to get a chance to win this. That's why I gave the tickets away. Well, what I want to know, because people always ask me, what's the secret to getting through to get through the phone call or phone lines because they're always so busy? How do you get through? I can't tell you that, man. That's, uh, that's a secret I have to... I have to keep to myself, uh, but I'm, I'm I've got it I've got it down to a T. I tell you that. Yeah, he he's got to have some kind of way that he knows how to get you got, through. You got to have an iPhone. Do you, you got to have an iPhone? Okay. He's got an iPhone. Do you remember when we did the uh, sound of moolah, Jeff, where we played that sound and you had to guess and you could win money and all that? Yes, I did not have a clue what any of them was, so I, I didn't even try. Well, people were like, "Man, I'm trying so hard, but I can't even get through. I know what the sound is and." Um, I guess for Jeff, this is like proprietary information. He doesn't want to share his secret. Well, Otherwise, he's got a great strategy. I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't share mine either because if everybody got a, a load of his secret, then uh, it would no longer be a secret. Right. And then, yeah. Then um, I couldn't get in three times in two weeks. Jeff, now you're qualified for that uh, trip to see Luke Combs. If you do win that, who are you going to take with you? Uh, my fiance right now, soon to be my wife, will get married uh, on July. She was, she was she was re- she was really upset with me giving away those Lady Annabelle tickets. I've gotten really big trouble. Oh really? Well, what's her name? Yeah, she was not happy. Her name's Brittany. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I got I got in really bad trouble. Well, come on. It was like for a mother of seven. I know. That's what I told her. And Brittany's mad at you for that. Yeah, heck yeah, she was mad at me. You might want to rethink this that, marriage. That's her favorite. That's her. Fa- that's her favorite band. I oh, forgot it was her favorite that. band. Uh oh. Well, that was a uh, Lady Annabelle. Uh, okay. There, All right. Well, I uh, hope she likes Luke Combs because now you've got a chance to win that. But you have officially now won the Tiger Daniel beer on this fifty bucks for um, Miller Lite, right, mm-hmm. Daniel? Yeah, Jeff, I need that today. 
You, well, well uh, we're going to cross our fingers for you that you win that uh, flyaway. Maybe <laughs> that will make it up to Brittany. Maybe then she'll be all right. I should love you again. Uh, hopefully. Would you like, Tig, to get you something for your wedding? What would you like? Man, uh, I'll send you an invite. You can just come. Y'all can come hang out. Oh, I would never do B-Y-O-B. that. BYOB. Is it free? Is the wedding yeah, free? free. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> no, I feel like, you know, when you go to the bar, do they charge you five bucks or do it? You, what is it? He's asking if there's it's an B-Y-O-B. open bar. Oh, you no. bring your own beer to this one. Right. Yeah, bring your own beer. Maybe I'll uh, reach out to the Miller Lite folks and we'll uh, bring a whole bunch of Miller Lite over there for the wedding. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. All right, Jeff, congrats, brother. And Dana, are we, we're back next week with more of this, aren't we? Thank you. It's all here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dino on a Friday. Let's. You want to just do some good news today? I mean, pretty good news I'll start off with here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, congratulations to Oklahoma Sooners softball. It's hard, man. Sports are hard, and to get to the championship is a, a feat in itself, and to win that. But here uh, from News on 6. No sports desk. The championship run is complete. History has been made. The OU softball Sooners do it again. Three straight national titles, six of the last ten, all with a target the size of our great state riding on their backs. Uh, so they've won three national titles in a row. What have you ever done with your life, Daniel? Not much. Also, Daniel, uh, remember the viral video about a year ago of a kid from right here in Tulsa? He got hit in the face with a pitch. And the pitcher was so upset that he's crying because he didn't mean to hit the kid. And the kid walked up to him and gave him a big hug. Mm-hmm. He's continuing to uh, show what kind of class he has with this, also from News on 6. Video of Isaiah Jarvis hugging a pitcher during a little league game has gotten international attention. So he decided he wanted to use that fame to do something to help other players. Look at Zay Jarvis. This is such great sportsmanship. He wants him to know that it's okay. After this video blew up on social media, Isaiah Jarvis, who goes by Zay, wanted to do something good with the experience. So he and his family decided to start a foundation. To get money and give the kids. Uh, buy equipment to give the kids who want to play baseball but don't have enough money to play baseball. Yeah, I got to say, like, my son is seven and he plays baseball and he's been playing since he's been four, T-ball and all that. Uh, it's, it's, you pay the registration fee, but then you got to get a bat, you got to get a glove, cleats, and then they outgrow it as soon as the season's over because, you know, they're growing fast at that age. It's very expensive. So that's a very sweet thing for him to do, all from right here in Tulsa. Daniel, I'm going to play you a, uh, a theme song. And I want you to tell me what this theme song is, okay? Yes, play. Here we go. Uh, one of my top three favorite shows of all time, that is Breaking Bad. Ryan Cranston, who's the star of that show, mm-hmm. uh, he went on to do a show you turned me on to called Your Honor, and he was uh, he was like in Malcolm in the Middle and stuff like that. Has had an amazing career. He says he's wrapping it up, though. No. He'll be 70 so he can't retire. Up. And uh, no, but what he's saying is it's a sweet thing. I, I read this article about him. Um, he's leaving Hollywood. He's uh, divorcing himself from everything Hollywood because his wife has been with him through this journey. And, and he said, look, I had to move to Albuquerque. She had to change her whole life for me many, many, many times. It is time for me to like, go. you know what? I've had a good run. Uh, now I need to devote myself to my wife. And uh, so he's he's done. He's even going as far as he has a... A tequila brand. He doesn't want to do any of that anymore. Get out of here. He's kind of like he, Richard Simmons, just disappearing uh, from Hollywood and all that. He's got a, a little time left, he says, but, you know, he's going to be 70. And he says, my wife's always wanted to live in a different place. And he's uh, he said, I'll never read another script again. So uh, the star of Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston, done. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, there is no better show on television to me than uh, Breaking Bad. I loved that show. Oh, man, it was so good. Uh, what are you, you said your top three. What are the other two? Uh, I loved the television show Lost quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breaking Bad was also, it, it, it's tied up there for one or two. I don't know. And I don't know what the third one is. But uh, that's kind of sad because he's such a great actor. But I, my, Our friend Van Riggs, another radio guy in Alabama, turned us on to Breaking Bad, or got me turned on to it. I think it got you watching it. But Van Riggs said he loved that show so much he's watching it, he started considering making meth himself. 
I mean, you do, don't you? You, you watch that and you're like, like, this seems pretty lucrative. It seems like a, a bunch of fun, but it's ter- it was just no more entertaining of a show. And even the spinoff show, Better Call Saul, I was equally invested in that. Yeah, but he says so he's I, I hate to hear that. Wrapping it up, what you got? Uh, did you see this? Televangelist Pat Robertson died yesterday. How old was he? Ninety-three, I believe. Ninety-three years old. I I always remember Pat Robertson. From the 700 Club, when I was a kid, I thought 700 had to do something with James Bond, like 007. No, he wanted... But it turns out he's just a televangelist. 700 people to give money to him each month. Oh, um, is that what that meant? Yeah, and I remember going... You remember those TVs that our grandparents have that was Mm -hmm. almost like furniture? It sat on the carpet... Yeah, and made then, of then wood, people yeah. put things on top of it and sure. stuff. I remember Pat Robertson on that television. He's been around for quite some time. Um, he was kind of a, a controversial character. He would say all manner of things. Here's a couple of clips of some things he had to say about yes. that. Who thought? He cheated on you. Well, he's a man. Okay. Give him honor instead of trying to worry about it. What you want to do is to make a home so wonderful that he doesn't want to wander. Why do you build houses in a place where tornadoes are apt to happen? Not so much why did God send them, but why didn't he intervene? Did if he... enough people were praying, he would intervene. You, you could pray. Don't blame God for doing something foolish. Um, so he was, I saw on Facebook a lot of people were kind of like torn down the middle about being sad, and some people are kind of like good riddance. No, well, he was a lightning rod, right? Yeah. But that's how you get attention. You get right. in the headlines with that. But I didn't know, but I just remember Pat Robertson being on television and he, he never appeared to age to me. He was always He's always been looked uh, that particular age to me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, did you see this? And this is everybody's dream come true. A Los Angeles man is celebrating. He bought himself a chair on Facebook Marketplace. Have you ever bought anything on Facebook Marketplace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh I like it. I mean it's kind of replaced classified ad- ads that we used to read mm-hmm. in the newspapers and things. So he bought this thing for fifty dollars. A chair for $50. Turns out it's a 1931 rare high back wing chair. He then auctioned it off. I want you to listen to how much he got for this chair if, during the online auction. Okay, good. It's the morning of the auction. My chair is the next lot. I can't wait to see how much it goes for. If you're new here, I'm Justin, and I bought a chair off of Facebook Marketplace for $50 in February. And today, in like one minute, it goes to auction. 24, say 26. 22, 28. Back down 30. On the, on the telephone. Will you say 32? 70,000 here. This bit. I'll take 80 if you'd like. Last chance. At 85, it's yours. $85,000. For a $50 chair that he got. That is amazing. Remember that show that used to, I think it was called Antique Roadshow? Mm hmm. And uh, people would basically bring and I mean, like every now and then, you'd find a fifty-dollar chair that went for eighty-five thousand. But uh, it kind of hurt my feelings watching that show because some like old grandma would bring a figurine she got at a yard sale or something, and they'd be like, "That's garbage." <laughs> like, well, it's worth nothing. At least <laughs> like, she knew. Every now and yeah. again, they'd you know have some rare find. You're up to date. It's ninety-eight-five The Bull. Today's hot country. Ninety-eight-five The Bull weather provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. This is 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tiger. Good morning, Daniel. What are you laughing at? I can't. I don't know if I should bring it up on the air. No, we can't. Oh, we can't. forget about it. This poor guy. Um, listen, I got an idea here. You know, we're on uh, TikTok, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, and a couple of times we've gone viral. Have we not? Um, listen, I, I feel like we're doing okay on TikTok for mm-hmm. a couple grown men. Like, right. Mostly Middle-aged I see men. like the, the people don't want to see that a whole lot. And I, I have a little niece and she's been in high school and stuff. And I said, by the way, Tess, we got like a million views on one of our videos. And she couldn't have cared less. She's like, that's not even anything. Okay. For TikTok. Yeah. So yeah. It, and then I go look at her TikTok. She got like 30 views. I so know, I don't like, want to hear about it. Right. But and she's did. young. Anyway, uh so you know once you go viral once, you want to go viral, viral many times. Viral. Am I right? Yeah. I went viral, very viral, by, um, get, I got on a plane. I was just congratulating the first-class passengers. and got, like, a million views. So, what, you were kind of mocking them in a way. I mean, we're going course, through yeah. first class, and you're like, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. And you told me to record this, and I got a little nervous because I thought they might get mad at you. These rich people love getting their butts kissed. They really did. From uh, third-class passengers. They look like uh, King Charles. They were like, like mm, thank, thank you. you. Yes. Cool. Yes, uh, and then the you went viral because you viral. confronted a porch pirate. You well, walked outside, a guy was taking a package from your porch, and you accidentally walked out and caught him. Right here in Tulsa, 
I just was going to check my mail. Right. And I see, oh, who's that guy right next to me? He was trying to steal a package. Right. Now, you didn't go as viral as I did, but, you know, it was okay. Right. Just a third of the views. I understand. Well, listen, I got a new, a new foolproof plan here to go viral. Okay. It's something I do with my dog, and I did this last night. I like to, are you paying attention now? Yeah. I want you to try this with your dog, too. I like to hide. Go ahead. I, I, oh, I thought you were doing the, that. Well, you're story. doing something weird with your hands. I don't know I'm what you're saying, doing. I'm saying hurry up. I'm bored. You will not bore me. I mean, rush me. I hide a pepperoni on his back. Yeah. And then he starts sniffing around trying to find the pepperoni. <laughs> and he can't. I love that. And uh, if we start doing this. I want to get you somebody can speak. else to take. Don't do your charades because. Uh, we have a guest in the studio that works here. Uh, Veronica. Yeah, what do you think about that? Like, we're trying to go viral again on TikTok because nobody wants to see 40-year-olds on TikTok. Um, but Daniel, I think that's a that might work. And uh, our friend Veronica on your dog's back. You hide the pepperoni on its back, <laughs> and then you watch it. It's kind of like it smells delicious pepperoni. You can't treat. find it. Yeah, and he's like turning around and around and around. <laughs> and aren't you so sad for the poor dog? Well, he eventually gets it. Okay. After I beat him. Oh, goodness. <laughs> no, 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 I like it out here. Dog. I love my dog. But if we got this thing going, I don't know what good it would do us. You know, nobody's ever going to watch and go like, oh, I'm going to listen to their show. But it would just be fun for us to know. Right, for your ego yeah. and stuff. Uh, I think it's, uh, what do you think, Veronica? Would you like to see a dog with a pepperoni on his back? But it's kind of like he's chasing his own tail. He can never yeah. get to it. It would mm -hmm. definitely make me laugh. There you go. For sure. And uh, people would then catch it. I think it would be huge. All right, Veronica. Uh, she <laughs> says, film this. If it doesn't uh, work, we'll blame her, and then we'll go on about our lives. Do we have to come out with a hashtag and all that? What would you What would you hashtag that way? I don't know. Pepperoni bag? <laughs> could you, would your dog, I mean, what could you do? Pepperoni spin? Uh, I don't Pepperoni know. Pepperoni spin. I'm not, I'm not that sounds dirty crazy, now. So, come on, buddy. I'm not creative like let's you keep are. It, let's That's keep it PG, job. all right? Pepperoni spin? I think it'll work. Uh, will you film this this weekend? Sure. All right. Your mom's I'll, in town. I'll too? hide one on your back if you want, Tug. <laughs> I'll hide one of them under your chins, and we'll see if you. How long it takes hey, you to discover this guy? Oh. You can probably hide hide a few in there. Thought, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll look for another viral video from Tiger Daniel. It's on TikTok. You can see the video we're talking about with the uh, first class. Daniel making fun of first-class passengers and mm. then uh, me finding a porch pirate. Uh, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel on TikTok. That's T-I-G-E and Daniel. Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tiger and Daniel. Uh, you've probably gone through this in your career. Uh, you, you hear that you're getting a new boss, and we're going to have a new boss starting on Monday, aren't we, Daniel? We are. So, so uh, right now, we're kind of like bossless in a way. And uh, so we have been, you know, what do they say? When the cat is away, the mice will play. That's right. A little bit of that. Mm -hmm. But now we got to get all buttoned up for Monday, right? Like, I feel like we're going to clean up the studio a little bit. And Who is? I, you are. Oh, I sure ain't. Uh, but Daniel's already thinking because he's a prankster. And I don't know if he should do this because some people, you're thinking about pranking our new boss, right, who starts on Monday. And I got to tell you, some people like pranks. Like, they go, ha, 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 you got me. And some people freaking hate them. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a neighbor who hates to be scared, like somebody to startle her. And I forgot about that. And I jumped out of a bush one day uh -oh. and, oh boy. I mean, she gave me that look that only a lady can give, mm -hmm. that you can feel like you're being stabbed by those eyes. And so I'm concerned about you because if you get off on the wrong foot with this guy, but basically what you want to do to this guy, his, uh, his office is across the way here. It's wide open. There's nothing in it. So basically you can do anything you want with that office for the next two days before he gets here on Monday. My brother-in-law down in Alabama works for the power company, and they got a hold of some of these things. I think they call them a Noyatron or something like that. You can buy them off Amazon, and what they are is they're very little uh, devices, about the size of, I'd say, half a business card. And you can take these things and uh, take off, like, a sticky tape on the back, and you can hide these virtually anywhere. And every, <laughs> like, 15 minutes, it'll be like a chirp, chirp. Right. Or even a cell phone, like a zzz, zzz. <laughs> And you can hide these things, and they'll last for years in some cases. Yeah. And just every 15 to 20 minutes, it'll make that little sound. Do little it again, sound. this little sound. So what they did at the power company was in this guy's power company truck, they hid one of these Anoyatrons. So he's hearing something like that. Every 15 minutes. It drove this guy so crazy. <laughs> that after like a month or two, he drives this power truck company to his house takes out the seats, rips this thing apart, trying to find this thing. <laughs> and I thought, you know what I'll do in this guy's office? I'll hide about three of these things. 
Well, okay. So also, the other important thing to mention about this annoyatron that mm -hmm. makes sounds, it works because it's only every now and then, like every 15 minutes. If it was constant like this, you could use your ears to right. solve the, the caper of where it is. But if it's, if it's just <laughs> every now and then, it's, you wouldn't have enough time to figure out where it's coming from. It's so brutal. Like, if you really had an enemy... You would drive them absolutely nuts with this thing. Dude. If I hit one or two of these at your house, it would, you would be, I think it would end our relationship. I think you'd no, be so like, mad at me, we wouldn't be able to work anymore. There are things that we're very tight, we're very good friends, but you know my limits. And I think you know that that would break a rule because I, I got a kid and I can't. I mean, like one time, you know how when your smoke detector gets dead mm -hmm. and it goes, chirp, chirp. Well, I lived in a lot bigger house than I do now. And there must have been like seven of these things in my house. And I could not figure out for the life of me which one it was. I mean, it drove me crazy. I was staying up through the night, you know, 2 and 3 a.m. I could never figure out where that thing was coming from. And it made me insane because it was like every few minutes, chirp, chirp. So, I mean, I don't even know if it's a funny prank, to be honest. It's not, but it just lets him know. It has me establish my dominance over him. So oh, it lets so him know that I have the power here. You're showing him that even right. though he's your boss, you're in charge. Correct. I see. Asserting... Authority or power over him. What's right that off the bat. Tom Hanks movie, um, Captain Phillips? Yeah, where oh, the that one ship guy was got like the pirates on it. Yeah, the one guy's like, I'm the captain now. So if I hide enough of these things in his office, eventually he'll have to come to me and say, Hey, man, please tell me where these are. I mean, he could fire me, right? He could. But then guess what happens if you fire me? He's got that cricket in there forever. You'll never know. <laughs> I mean, and I, there's not going to be one it's cricket. There's going to be about three to four crickets in there. I uh, see. <laughs> well, good luck, I saw man. a TikTok the other day. This, these people did this to their dad, and they hid these things in his recliner or something. After about three days, he was he, he was going crazy. He didn't know what it was. <laughs> and he had he had the family standing in each room keeping watch to try <laughs> to, like, he's like, he said, everybody stand by. It's going to happen here any second. He had timed it. You know, he eventually got so crazy of it that he, he was timing how often it. it was coming. And he had everybody stand watch, stand guard to try to figure out man. where this thing was. I don't so. know, man. You might not survive it, but good luck. I don't, I'm no part of this. I'm going to record this broadcast here in case you get in trouble so I can show that I wasn't part of any of this. I'm against it, actually. You know what you sound like, a man trying to get a few annoying crickets. Hidden in uh, his you house. You better not, buddy. What's that when you have war and, and like they agree if something's too brutal, they're like, we will not use this. They all go in agreement together. Like you can't use chemical warfare or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's like that thing called? Like international rules of war. Right. It's like, and I have that like, kind of thing in our lives together. Right. Yeah. Do not ever put a cricket in his house. <laughs> right. It'd be too much. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Watermelon moonshine on 98.5 The Bull, Laney Wilson. Daniel, you in, uh, you in the mood for some good news on a Friday? Tag, I'm always in the mood, and uh, good news is uh, great news to me. Enough bad news already out there. Let's let's focus on the good stuff. Brought to you by We Street Credit Union. You can follow along at newson6.com. In fact, this is from News on 6. Congratulations to the Oklahoma Sooners softball. Sports desk. The championship run is complete. History has been made. The OU softball Sooners do it again. Three straight national titles, six of the last ten, all with a target the size of our great state riding on their backs. Congratulations, three in a row. I mean, it's hard to win one every 30 years, really, in college sports, but, man, three in a row. Congratulations to the Sooners. Also, uh, kind of another baseball thing here, Daniel. The kid that uh, was from Tulsa, and he got hit in the face, and he went viral. Mm -hmm. um, another kid pitched the ball, hit him in the face. Uh, the pitcher was very shaken up. He didn't want to hurt that kid. And so the kid came out there and gave the pitcher a hug from the opposing team. Now he's uh, formed a foundation. That video of Isaiah Jarvis hugging a pitcher during a Little League game has gotten international attention. So he decided he wanted to use that fame to do something to help other players. Look at Zay Jarvis. This is such great sportsmanship. He wants him to know that it's okay. That After this video blew up on social media, Isaiah Jarvis, who goes by Zay, wanted to do something good with the experience. So he and his family decided to start a foundation. To get money and give the kids, uh, buy equipment to give the kids who want to play baseball but don't have enough money to play baseball. Yeah, and... Uh Baseball, you made a good point, Daniel. Baseball is expensive because you do the registration all, but then you got to get a bat and a glove and cleats, and then they outgrow them every single year. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's a good cause for him. So 
That's some good news. What you got? How about this? An 82-year-old uh, Delaware woman, Ty, she celebrated retiring from her job as a crossing guard after 51 years. And how did she celebrate? She got herself a, a nose piercing. Ah. 82, get your nose pierced. Yeah. Uh, here's Dolores talking about why she retired. Well, it's been a pleasure being here 51 years. Um, my husband retired from General Motors. I just decided that it was time for me to leave now. That is a, uh, for 82, that sounds like she's in pretty good shape there. The only thing that worries me is, is so she's retiring now after 51 years of being the uh, crossing guard. That's when you get old, when you stop working, right? Yeah, I mean, it does affect some people. Like, I'm concerned. Um, I read this this billionaire out of Mexico. He's like 80, and they're like, dude, why don't you hang it up? You got a billion dollars. He goes, what animal do you know that retires? Mm -hmm. Lions don't retire. You know, they, they're they hunting all the time, even when they're old. My dad's getting close to 70, and he's got like three or four jobs that he does. And, I'm, and at first, I was like, hey, you need to start slowing down. Then I was like, ah, oh, man, you keep going. Keep it, keep yeah, it I think it helps if you're just keep going. Right. right? And, and finally, a New Jersey magician, Tig, he started making videos of him showing shelter dogs magic tricks and catching their funny reactions, helps them go viral, and then it helps them get homes. Here is John Stessel talking about his unique and fun idea to get these dogs adopted. There's not many times in life you feel like you have a superpower. And I realized, like, one of my, like, small, tiny superpowers is I can just help dogs show off themselves in a way that they couldn't without me. And then we just let the dog be who they are, which is how are they going to react to seeing something that was once in their physical world vanish? And then typically, like in the video, the dogs just go nuts and they all have silly different reactions. Look at that. So it does magic tricks for the dogs. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen people on YouTube and stuff do that. And you're like, does a dog have the capacity to understand something like that? But, yeah, man, if you have, like, a milk bone or something, you do something with your hands and it disappears, they're like, hey, what the heck? Mm -hmm. You ever seen, I've what seen a guy heck? at the zoo do a close-up magic for apes, and these apes are like, oh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Do they another one. It. Do another one. Uh, that's been your good news, all brought to you by We Street Credit Union, and you can follow along at newsone6.com. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull.